If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. You've probably heard that you are the average of the five people you hang out with most. Today, I want to encourage you to stop and reflect for a moment on who you're spending most of your time with. Are they supportive? Are they encouraging? Are they motivated? And are they action takers? Or are they unhappy, unmotivated, and stuck? Or somewhere in between? Whoever you surround yourself with, they have a ripple effect on your results. The good news is that surrounding yourself with high achieving, motivated, happy people accelerates your success. And that's the whole point of this show. When you're ready to take the path toward financial freedom and fulfillment in your life and find out about the various masterminds that are available to you, if you're a high achiever, then we have room for you in our community. Go to rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call. In this episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life, I'm going to be talking to Lauren Handel-Zander, who is the co-founder and chairwoman of Handel Group, an international corporate consulting and life coaching company. Her coaching methodology, the Handel Method, is taught in over 35 universities and institutes around the world. Wow, that's incredible, including MIT, Stanford Graduate School of Business, NYU, and the New York City Public School System. Wow. Wish I could say that about the things I teach. Lauren is also the author of Maybe It's You, a no-nonsense practical manual that helps readers figure out not just what they want out of life, but actually how to get there, which is unbelievably huge because most people have an idea what they want, but they struggle with the execution. Now, if that is not an introduction that you should be proud of, wait until you hear the conversation I have with and welcome, Lauren. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for having me. Now, if you guys can't see the video, because sometimes we just go audio, what I, I get to look at is this enthusiastic, smiling, bubbly <laughs> personality. So this is going to be a fun, um, a fun little interaction, pitch and catch. Why don't I mean, I told people who you are and what you do, but why don't you give us a little bit of the history as to how you got to that place? Okay. So I was an environmental studies major got my, you know, and I really was, you humans are burning down my planet. I'm sure of it. I'm 50. So I, I really was clear in the late, late 80s, early 90s that the world was going to have a lot of problems, which we all agree are true now. Um, but I had one big, 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 big problem, which is I hated the work, even though I loved the mission. Okay. And so somewhere around 24 years old, I ended up in a pity party that I hated what I was doing, even though I cared deeply. Mm -hmm. um, and then I had a revelation. My revelation was, I, I know why I hate doing this, because the more I want to care about the water and the planet and the trees and the, like, the birds and the, the more I want to care about these things, the more I hate humans. Yeah. Kill them. Right. I know who should be extinct. Right. 
And then, um, and then I had the revelation. Yeah, the planet will be right. Wait, wait a minute. I think it's the humans that don't see the trees that have the problem, right? They don't care. They don't see each other. They don't love each other. They don't like, oh my God, no one's working on what needs to be worked on. I'm going to go into human development, right? It's the humans that I have a problem with. Right. And so starting at 22, 23, I then left my environmental studies career and started to figure out who was doing self-help. Mm-hmm. Um, and then figured out how lame that was. <laughs> Boy, you just got disappointed left, right, and center on your journey. I was like, yeah, if this is going to save the world, we're in a lot. Like, wow, it's the Wild West. We got room in, this, in these hills for anything. Mm -hmm. Right. Because this ain't this ain't doing it. Sorry. Religion ain't doing it. Things are not doing it. This isn't doing it. Nothing's getting us to, you know, not see color, not see sex, not see like care about your own backyard. Right. So I was just a renegade and then um, went out on my own by the time I was 28. Mm -hmm. And now I'm, and now I'm 50. Rumor, you know, if you just keep chasing something, you will get there. Right. So, right. so what do you think of this whole, the, how the world's handling, handling this coronavirus? Because you have come from this, I want to make the planet better. I'm going to go to the source, make humans better. And now yeah. we have mother nature. I say to people, mother nature's pissed off and she's slapping a few people around. Um, what are your thoughts on it? Because I really think that yeah. it's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback and go, it should have been handled certain ways. But we were talking a bit before the show. It seems ridiculous to me to go into a hot yoga class six feet apart. Really, that's not going to make a difference. So there's a lot of things that are people doing to cover their own ass, but aren't really effective. What are your What are some of your global thoughts on this situation? I think you know. So I separate out that humans mostly live in their heads. Not like you have a head, you have a heart, you have a hoo ha, and and we do bad math. They always are fighting over dominance, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, the math is wrong. Your head should get, a, you know, 85% of what it wants. Your heart should get 85% of what it wants. And your hoo-ha should even get 85% of what it wants. It's out of 300% humans. You have it backwards. Interesting. So my experience of the pandemic is that it made the whole world leave their heads and mm. go into their hearts. Mm. Like everyone is worried about their parents. Everyone's worried about their children. Every, like everyone's in one conversation around the whole, un the whole wide world. We're all in the same one problem. We like religion doesn't care. This doesn't care. Sex doesn't care. Like, wow, mother nature. And you waited till we were all online, right? She like <laughs> literally picked her cue. Yeah. And then 2020 sounded like such a good year, right? Like what a number. So make us all stay home. Yeah. <laughs> In one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. Get rid of a pharaoh and put us all and then never mind, one more thing. Our carbon footprint just got fixed. Yeah. Across nations, across oil, across I'm like. I think mother nature just rocked us hard and she's not, and I'm impressed. Yeah. And I'm not rooting for any form of sickness or death, obviously. 
right so now how do we how do you transcend that into you know you help people overcome adversity you help people be better better at coping with success and things in their life this is a form of adversity so what are some of the things that are common in what you do for people and what people should be doing now oh um well first of all i don't think reading the news is a good idea i don't mm -hmm. think that your life i think that right now the only thing i'm really helping people with is if you're stuck home and you hate your mate right if you're stuck home and you are eating or drinking or going into real dark vices that you know you're on your ninth season of a show right like so what's happening is people rather than taking this time and taking really interesting profound moves forward in their own life they're getting lost in translation, lost in vices, lost in the world's a fucked up sad place. Right. Now, I honestly, in the meanest way and nicest way I could say it, it was just as mean and screwed up as last year, as 30 years ago, as 600 years ago, right? Like the level of just like, just bad, bad, <laughs> right? I don't think we've had a good year yet, humans. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of like let's get to work on your own backyard so what i do is i help people with their own backyard your own personal lives your own family your own love your own mother your own like i deal with personal pollution and if i could get you to clean up your little cubicle that would heal the whole wide world so what are some of the things that that show up for a lot of people? What are, what are what are areas people need to become aware of for areas of opportunity or improvement according to your research and experience? So I am I teach dreamers. I teach dreaming and then integrity. So I teach two things. Like I teach that you should have big aspirations whatever they are. You want to get laid. I think it's a big aspiration if you're married to get laid three times a week. Huge. I take I only do twice. Right. So I think, and I think I'm incredibly committed and generous by having sex after 22 years with the same man. Woohoo. Right. So, and wow. I also, I also think I'm incredibly generous that I already got on my Peloton today. I understand you people, but I like spin and I want on my Peloton. Like, I think exercising five to six times a week is generous of me to my body, sleep, playing with my husband, playing with my kids. Like, Right. And then taking care of my employees and that like, every, like, so there's what to do once your own backyard is set. You love your life. You're not scared about money. You're not scared about your body. You're not scared about anybody. Like, so, for, so I care about people taking care of what they need to, so they could be free enough to care about the rest of the world or their community. What if they are struggling right now with their finances or generally most of the population lives paycheck to paycheck? How do you get them to clean up their backyard when they won't walk out their front door and they got issues? Okay, so I like handling emergencies first. Okay. I love a good emergency. Okay, so I really, are you fine with all my cursing? Because I'm quite- Oh yeah. Out. Okay, good, all right, just checking. Okay, so- I teach that there are constantly, like the head, the heart, and the hoo-ha, it's constantly there, whether you're doing good math or not. Well, here's another one. 
So in the realm of manifesting, in the language of manifesting, whether you like it or not, you're either, you're doing one of three things at all times, whether you like it or not. You're either manifesting, manifestering, mm-hmm. or mana or mana fucking. Mana fucking is so mana fucking with yourself with the world. It's like it's never turning out. I'm not getting out of bed. I'm just gonna eat. I'll have a drink for t- at 10 a.m. Like I'm miserable. This world sucks, and I can't get out of bed. Right? Because there's nothing to live for. I'm sorry. I have depression. Like I'm screwed and it sucks. Okay. So that's mana fucking with yourself. Like you live into, like the future you see in the future is death and destruction. It justifies bad behaviors, lay in bed. Manifestering, which is the way you, so, and manifesting implies always how you see forward. So mana fucking is when you see forward, you see yourself as fucked. Manifestering is like two good days, one bad day. Three good hours, two bad hours, right? Three bad days, one good day, right? So it doesn't really feel like it's getting anywhere and you really are blaming the world or blaming your husband or blaming your kid for why you had three drinks, not two, right? Like it's just rough today, Right. And you don't notice that no matter how much you watch the news, it doesn't get you to the protest. It just gets you upset about the protest. Right. Like, is that really voyeurism? Is that just reading people magazine, even if it's bad people magazine? Right. Like, what are you doing? Right. Like, is it helping you have a more productive day? Actually. Right. So manifesting is very suspect. Manifesting is when you're living into I need to make. 300 bucks a day. How am I going to figure that out? Right? How am I going to figure that out? What can I possibly do? Do you know there are real things you can do? Okay, everybody. There are, so first of all, what I make a person do is figure out their talents. I can cut lawn. I can, I'm a great Instagrammer. I can do that. Like make a list of things you're good at. Okay. And be clear that money coming in is money coming in. And you need money coming in. Everyone's a you. <laughs> you need money. I, need my, we, we all need money coming in. And you might not be able to be a waiter again or a bartender or whatever you're like until you can. And so what you need to do is figure out how to hustle. And in your phone is a community of people that either are able to help you or need your help or you're in the middle. Right. You're right. And so starting to go, what do you need? What can I do for you? What do you need? What can I do for you? Is there anything I can do to make some money? Don't worry if it's a no. If you haven't exhausted all your phone calls of people who are not in trouble right now, it's really true. One in four is screwed right now. One in four. That was the statistic I read. One in four is unemployed. That's high and crazy. But there's still three people that are okay. Yeah. Go find them in your phone and go get them to help you. Nice. Right? You're like, how many jobs have you employed people newly in? Right? And I'm like, at least five. Right? Where I'm part-timing, I'm giving. Like, everyone can do something right now and feel good about it, but only, like, in your little backyard, people. That's lots of backyards. 
So one of the things I talk about is the power of people's identity, how they see themselves. So we, we all have labels that we give ourselves. And I say to people, there's no good or bad labels or true or untrue. They're just useful or they're not useful or they're empowering or disempowering. I was called pizza face, ugly, acne by my brothers. And that was useful for him to make me feel bad about myself. I was a little taller than him maybe in his eyes a little better good looking and he wanted to bring me down a notch to feel better about himself how do you describe yeah. how do you describe or how other people describe you and how do you describe yourself how does that how is that manifested in your life well first of all when i think about like i teach i am like the the i i my favorite like if you're like lauren you can bring one metaphysical teacher with you anywhere only one First of all, I only use one and have for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it's Neville Goddard. Do you know who he is? I've heard of him, but I haven't studied him. Okay, he's an I am-aholic. Okay. And he is certain that I am is what we all have in common. And then anything you fill in the blank with, I am God, I am a tree. I am, Like you could say I am anything. And mm-hmm. you it it is because you said so. Right. It's available. So... So I dig that, love that, use that, right? And so, well, I am changing the world a hundred. Like I am leaving my work behind. I am, I am, I, I have a line that I'm flipping the bird. And the bird that I want to flip is that the power that's running the world right now, like is dark money dark idea like dark like uh the bird the turkey is upside down Mm. and that there's the right hundred people like a spatula like a like an instrument like i don't have to get to the bird i have to flip the bird like a thanksgiving turkey and i have to flip it from dark to light like it's upside down and what's upside down about it is that the leaders are dark and greedy. And it's really like only a hundred people need replacing, right? It's not that many. It seems though that I think it's, I think it's Freud that said that sex is not about sex. Sex is about power. And I think that people get into politics and want to run things because of the power, not because they actually, you know, they get, they get seduced by the power is my belief. It gets intoxicating when you're needed, when you're wanted, when you're the person that makes the decision that is going to change the way things are. It's because think about this, you know, Donald Trump is an example, is a billionaire. He had all the money he wanted. You can't do it. I don't think anyone actually thinks he's really a billionaire, just so you know. Like I come from really wealthy, like no one still has seen how much he needed, how much he needed Russian money. Like no one understood the eighties for him or the nineties or why he is where he is today. Right. So, so be that as it may, but say Warren Buffett or whoever, who are legitimate billionaires, there's a billionaire. Right. They, they don't, they don't get to the point where they take the billion dollars and all of a sudden just go on a boat and hang out with a bunch of pretty women and do nothing. Right. Like a lot of younger men might think they would. They, they are mission driven and they're driven by something else. It's not the dollars because is you know once you get to a certain level of wealth you realize you, the sun sets the same for the the bum and for the billionaire. 
it's the it's the internal feeling you have that when you get up off of the beach and watching the sunset now you go to the Ritz Carlton or you go to your you know your your corner on the street and lie in a, on a on a crate but the power why is the power so intoxicating do you think for people that's a good question i really do think humans wish they weren't animals like why is a shark a shark why is a giraffe a giraffe why do beavers like why do humans do what humans do <laughs> well i, I mean i didn't cry. i lord knows lord knows. Well, are I you familiar with are you familiar animals. are you familiar with tony robbins work at all um no so he talks about the six human needs and he believes that there's six reasons we do everything and so if you're looking for the reason why people do things that's a an interesting model it's kind of based off of uh, maslow's hierarchy of needs people want to be comfortable they want to have variety they want to connect and be loved they want to be significant needed or special they want to grow and they want to contribute and that's his belief those six things that's it everything you and i do is for that reason. Why do I have a podcast? I don't know. Maybe I want to feel significant. Maybe I want to connect with cool people and have some variety in my life, right? So, Sounds but good. yeah. So the power makes people feel needed, wanted. I think that the biggest disease is the feeling that Brené Brown talks about is that we're not enough. We feel like we're not enough. If I'm the president of the United States or if I own the biggest company or the most successful podcast, then maybe finally I can quiet that voice of not being enough. What? So I don't, it's so interesting because I don't in the, and I'm, I don't, I, I don't give a shit about anything you're talking about because I am at a fundamental, like humans lie and they don't tell the truth. There's nothing to do about anything else until a human is willing to go, I ate the cookie, I fucked your wife. I don't want to be with you anymore. I don't, right? Like, I, I don't know what to tell you because there's no chance for humans to change if they're going to lie about what they say to themselves versus what they pretend to be on the outside. And so the creature is full of shit. And so any, any chase of power, any chase of anything will never be enough because no one's telling the truth. What can, it's a lie. It's a scam. We scam. We're scam artists, we're cons. So I don't think there's any getting to the bottom of it until you fix lying. It's like, I don't think there's getting to the bottom of health until you understand your gut, Mark would, Mark Hyman would say, right? Like you right. guys don't get it. If don't right. fix the arm, right? Like, I don't think anything we're talking about is gonna matter until humans stop lying. Right. I'd say they're lying because they're trying to look good because they're afraid of not being enough. Um, but lying came first. Nah, I'd have to think about that one. I have to think about that one. Interesting. I mean, you could. Well, here, how like, about this? I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. You walk in the room, you're, there's milk on the floor. And you say to your child, did you spill the milk? And they go, yes, I did. And you whack them across the side of the head. Not you, but somebody. Yeah. Next time they come in the room and the milk's on the floor, and you say to the child, did you spill the milk? They go, no, it was the cat. Not, I know, but here's the real story of what happens. 
I walk into my two-year-old daughter's room. She doesn't even know language well enough to even talk. Yeah. Right? She's a little two-year-old. Okay. But she knows she took a cookie. Right? And she does not know I know she took a cookie. But it's all over her face. I can see the cookie. Right? And I go, Daisy, what have you been up to? And she's like, nothing. <laughs> Daisy, come with me. Right? Watch this. It gets even better. She looks in the mirror. She sees the cookie now. And I'm like, did you eat a cookie? What does she do? She gaslights. <laughs> she gets hysterical. She doesn't go, oh, shit, mom, I lied. Right? She doesn't even go straight for the truth or get she's caught. She starts hysterically crying. She's a bad part. Like, like, now I have to pick her up, take care of her. It's okay, baby. It's, go- it's all right. You stole the cookie. Are you fucking kidding me, humans? You're genius on your dark side. Not so genius on the light side. Pretend it. And then one of the things I teach is that because we wish we could have been good, didn't eat the cookie, got out of bed, went for the run, didn't lie about that. Right. Right. Did our homework because we pretend we wish we were those people and we even feel bad that we didn't do the right thing, we're still good humans rather than we're just straight up cheating assholes, which is what we actually are. So we lie, we then think we're good people or want to be better. We don't actually do the work to be better, really, really, but we feel terrible about that and that absolves us. It's like confession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have a. I love humans, but they haven't even begun to deal with how sinister they are. And no, I am not just pointing at the sinister ones. Right. I have never met a human that does. According to science, humans lie eleven times a day. And you could go. It's so they. It's so people like them better, or they get what they want. And I'm like, ew. Not by doing it, but by faking it. So how can people learn from you? People that are maybe not where they want to be, how do they get in touch with you, follow you, learn from you, what programs, et cetera? Tell us a little bit about that. So I've been in business for over 20 years. We have 30, like 35, like 35 working coaches full time. Like I have a coaching company. I cover all price points. We coach in foster care. We coach everywhere, right? So it's just find our site and figure out your price point or talk to us and we will help you. And then we have free classes right now through Corona season until it's over. Like we have like at least three free group coaching sessions. Like there's so much we're giving away just so people can commune together, connect. We, we buddy people up. Like we do a lot of, build together, hear each other, hold each other accountable. Um, but check me out. If you okay. like this tone, <laughs> some people might not. It's okay. So we'll, we'll put everything in the show notes so that people can connect with you and follow you and get access to some of the stuff that you're putting out there during these, uh, challenging times. We appreciate that very much. Why don't you, um, give people maybe a favorite resource, a book or a quote or something as we uh, round off this um, beautiful uh, time with you. The greatest thing you could do for yourself is eat 
clean humans. Like mm. the cleaner your body is, the cleaner your brain will be. It's, it's actually really true if you get rid of sugar mm. and carbs mm. that you your depression. Vegan? No, I like, I like organic red, all kinds of meat. Right. <laughs> but we, but, but we have like, I literally have chicken and ducks that lay eggs. Like we have, like we're, we're very, my husband's closer to figuring out how to raise pigs than he is to going out ever. <laughs> okay. Well, I agree with you. But, I think, yeah, mental fog, yeah, a lot of people suffer from. Yeah. I would really do Mark Hyman's 10 day detox. Mm -hmm. um, love to love yourself. You know, I love Emily Fletcher's meditation, like self care right now and taking actions to get some work if you're not working. Mm -hmm. It's like, there's like a list of 10 actions a day that if you did that list, you'd feel better every night while like it would, it, it, it compounds. Yeah. So if you're depressed and depressing that compounds, if you have a good day that compounds, right? So you need some compound magic in you people and compound magic comes from self-love, self-care lose the booze right right don't eat don't drink your your stonedness you'd be better off ingesting it with with vape right like people <laughs> stop stop having sugar i love it lauren zander <laughs> lauren zander with uh, a lot of pizzazz and a lot of moxie we really appreciate you thanks for joining us and like i said we'll include all of your beautiful gifts to everybody in the show notes thanks for joining us thank you thanks for what you're doing and everyone who loves you and listens to you i appreciate you taking the time to deal with me god bless we'll see you in the next show all right So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.